Hello, everyone. Welcome to ActorCast, the podcast that broadcasts the work, advice, and insight of industry experts in show business. Very excited to have you all here for today's episode. We have an amazing guest joining us, but don't we always have amazing guests joining us after all? Anyways, the guest for this episode is Emmy-winning casting director Julie Schubert. But before we dive into the details of this episode, I highly recommend going to actorcast.fm and signing up for our newsletter. If you sign up for our newsletter, you will get updated information with regards to upcoming guests, showcases, and a variety of different news happening with the ActorCast podcast. So go to actorcast.fm and sign up for our newsletter. You could also follow us on Instagram at actorcast.fm to also get updated on the latest and greatest information. Also, if you are loving what you are hearing on the ActorCast, you have the opportunity to become a premium member of the ActorCast community. If you are interested in learning more, just go to the membership link on actorcast.fm. Now, Julie Schubert. I had the opportunity to interview Julie on my other podcast, Relate with Patrick McAndrew, and she is a joy to talk to and also a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the entertainment industry, when it comes to how actors can best prepare for auditions. Julie Schubert, she is a New York-based casting director, and some of her previous work includes House of Cards, for which she was awarded the Emmy for Outstanding Casting, Marvel's The Defenders, and Marvel's Daredevil, among others. She's also worked on a variety of features, independent films, just a wide variety of great things. And in this episode, she answers a variety of questions. She answers questions when it comes to the best way for actors to connect with casting directors, what the top things in general actors should work to improve on, and what being prepared looks like for an audition. Listeners, you sent in a wide variety of amazing questions for us for this episode. Truly appreciate your insightful questions that created a very great episode with Julie. So, with all of that said, let's dive in to this episode of ActorCast. Everybody, welcome back to the Actor Cast. Today we have casting director Julie Schubert joining us on the show. Julie, thanks so much for being here. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be chatting with you today. I had the opportunity to chat with you on my other podcast a while back, and you have such a generous spirit 
when it comes to talking about the casting world, when it talks, when talking about entertainment as well. And so I feel very uh, privileged to have the opportunity to have you on the show today. I know we have some listeners who have submitted questions that are, are very curious about the world that you're living in. So, so it's really great to have you here. <laughs> All right. That's a, uh... Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. ready. <laughs> All right, great. So we'll dive right in. So I try to organize these questions so that they seem that they flow nicely together. So we'll we'll see how it goes. The first question I have for you is what made you want to become a casting director? Okay, right off the bat. Okay. You know, to be honest with you, I didn't know casting was a profession. It, it wasn't until uh, there's a there's a documentary out now called Casting Vibe, which HBO, um, which was on HBO a, a, quite a few years ago at this point, that I think people understood that casting was a profession. But before that, it wasn't it, it wasn't uh, something people really understood or, or or knew about. So I was one of those people. I went to college. I thought I wanted to be an actor, and then I realized very quickly that I was very bad at it, um, and that I needed to find a different avenue. And so uh, in college, I got a bunch of internships and one of them happened to be in casting. And it was like all the bells went off. It was everything I love, which is working with actors, getting to work on different material very frequently, but never having to be seen, which, you know, I think is unfortunately a very important part for being an actor. <laughs> and so, um, you know, it was, it really was the best of all things. And that's how, that's how I started. I got really lucky. You know, I, I, was in, I interned for a year. It's a very, it's a, it's a very small market. And so uh, at least when I started, it's definitely grown in terms of content and what's needed, but um, it was a, a really small market. So I ended up interning for free for a year until I was able to find uh, a paying job. And like with that, with that internship, I had other jobs obviously to be able to pay my rent and support myself. So I would like get up at you know, four in the morning, I'd go down to the Minetta Lane Theater where I would, you know, do the laundry for the cast. And then I would go to my internship and then I'd leave my internship at like six to go house manage at the Union Square Theater. And then, you know, go back down to the Minetta Lane to wash, the, to wash more clothes, you know, so you did what you had to do. Yeah. But I knew that that's what I wanted to do um, after I got the taste of it. So it was just, you know, being creative and finding ways to make that happen while still being able to pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's always, it's always the balancing act for sure. Yeah. And but I, it... no, I bring that up because I think, you know, a lot of times you see actors, they have these quote unquote survival jobs to be able to, you know, bide their time to be able to do what they want to do. And I want actors to understand that casting directors are in very similar boats. Like sometimes we have, you know, starting out, we have to have survival jobs to be able to do the thing that we love to do, which is help create these incredibly cool worlds, um, you know, and be part of that. So we're all in this, you know, it's, it's important, I think, for actors to understand that we're all in the same boat together. Yeah, I think that really gives some great perspective because I know, actually, I think it might have been when the, the first time I, I chatted with you and interviewed you where you had talked about this. And I think at that time, I wasn't aware that casting directors work in a very similar way as actors where it's picking up freelance gigs and just project after project. And I love that you bring that up because I think it really allows actors to to look at casting directors in, in a way that, as you mentioned, that we're in a similar boat in, in a sense. 
Uh, we're, a, we're allies. We want to be allies. You know, I think I find a lot of times when I talk to some actors that they don't, that they, that they look at casting directors as gatekeepers. And I think that's really sad because truly we just want to be collaborative and find opportunities for actors to be able to do what they love to do. So when you already start out a relationship with someone in a sort of adversarial position, I feel like you can't really do your best work on either side. And so, you know, that's really what I want to see change as the overall is actors really embracing the ideas of as cast directors, as collaborators and not people out to stop their careers. Cause that's certainly not what we do. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Oh, ab absolutely. I think that everyone's playing this, this role in, in this greater team and this collaborative effort. And exactly. I, I guess a follow-up question for you with that is when you got that taste of being a casting director to use your words was it something that immediately right away you're like okay this is what i want to do with my life or was it something that took some time was it like an acquired taste that after a while you were like oh, okay this is where i want to be no i mean this was i i think i knew you know and like it wasn't being a casting director i was i was a casting intern there's a real there is a real step letter and I was I don't even know if I could say I'm qualified to be a casting director do you know what I mean it's like it's it's a forever learning process and right. you want to grow and you want to get better and you want to do the best that you can and anybody who says that they've made it is not you know it's not being honest because there's always there's always ways to grow and 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 expand but when I you know the taste that I had as this intern I got to be in the room with the casting director running the camera and i would of course i never said anything but getting to watch the interaction getting to watch that kind of helping helping to shape a performance like an actor brings what they bring to an audition that is solely their own you know their choices their direction their ideas to this character to create this character and give it life and so to be in a room and watch someone help mold what the actor has already done to help Put them in a better position to get the role that was like that that was really exciting to me and i mean because at the time that i was sort of growing up in the industry it, it was really a small market in new york there weren't a lot of opportunities so you know while trying to find a way in i had all of these other things but like i always when i first tried i always knew that's where i wanted to be and and i you know i just hoped that i would be good enough to be able to continue doing it you know Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's it's always a, a journey and discovery process for sure. Yeah. So this next question is, uh, what do you believe are the best ways for actors to connect with casting directors? Is it through casting directors seeing their work? Is it through workshops or classes? I guess speaking as a casting director yourself, what have been the the best ways to to connect with actors well first i don't do workshops and i don't do classes I, I did a very 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 long time ago but um i just don't think that model is uh a really is conducive to what i think it hopes to be conducive to um so it's really about seeing work from actors you know in in pre-covid times obviously i would go to the theater a lot i would see everything i could i my DVR is very filled with many things that I, I am constantly watching movies, all, you know, all the things. And that's how I, I get introduced to actors. I click on links all the time. I mean, because I have a Mac and it's very hard to get the, 
a virus on a Mac by clicking the link um, generally. <laughs> so, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube, uh, you know, shorts and web series and things that actors send me that I think, uh, you, you know, and that's also another way because I think a lot of a lot of what's happening right now are, is people creating their own work. And I think you just have to be open to wherever that work is. So, you know, that that's on it. Like work begets work begets work. I think the best way to uh, for me to find a connection with actors is, is watching their work, wherever that may be, whatever platform it may be on. So, yeah, because again, work begets work and getting to see someone do what they love to do just helps put, con it gives me context for what I think they might be right for moving forward in the work that I do. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense because that's where the collaboration starts to go back to that collaborative relationship that you were talking about earlier when you know, you, you get the opportunity to see an actor performing their work, whether it's in a play, whether it's in a web series, and I'm sure it's in that moment that you're like, oh my gosh, this, this actor, this actress would be great for this thing that I'm casting right now. Let's bring them in for an audition or at least bring them in and, and start the conversation going. Exactly. Because I also don't want, I, I don't find it incredibly exciting and interesting to cast the actor doing the same thing over and over and over again. Like I think as an actor, everyone has the ability to to adjust. I mean, obviously in the film and television medium, it is a very visual medium and there are certain parameters as much as you want to push outside of those boxes. Um, it depends on your team that you're working with, whether or not they're open to really seeing beyond. But in general, you know, I'd, I'd like to give actors opportunities to do different things because, you know, I want to cast the same guy as a cop 16 times, you know, but that's, <laughs> I'm sure that's not fun for the actor either. You know? Right, right. It's always nice to, to change things up a bit, for sure. Exactly. So this next question is, I, I think it's actually a, a pretty good one. Out of the many auditions that you've sat through, what would you say are the top things in general that actors should work to improve on with the understanding that every actor has their own individual obstacles as well? Yeah, I mean, I think, and I think that's key right there, that every actor has their own individual anything. You know, and so I think what I'd love to see, what I love to see in audition rooms is an actor coming in with a confident choice because they've done the research on what the project is, what the role is, the players involved, and they've made, they've made choices based on, on, the con on that context since a lot of times people don't have the opportunity to read the full script anymore. Um, you know, you only get the sides and you sort of have to extrapolate what you can from, from that material and then put a performance together, you know, a rough performance, because ultimately I think it's important to be loose enough with it that we're able to play and change direction as needed. But I also, you know, but that's the thing that I love the most is when an actor comes in with a choice. It doesn't have to be right off the bat, but it shows me that they've put thought and effort into it and they've created something that is uniquely their own, that I can help, that I can help adjust or direct in a way that, you know, gives them a stronger base for whatever the foundation of that role actually is. There's so many times where actors come in to these audition rooms and they say, so what has everyone done wrong that you need to see differently? And it's like, you've already lost the game at that point. You know, you're comparing yourself to everybody else before you. And it, you know, and, and that, that's, where's the joy in that, in that performance? Then you're just trying to get the job. You're not trying. And the thing about auditioning, 
which is it's, its own unique entity. It is a skill in and of itself. The things that you do in an audition room, you'll probably never do again anywhere else because when you get to set, you have actual actors that you get to work off of. You have props, you have costumes, you have an entire world that you can live in and create. When you're in an audition room, you have to create all that out of nothing and read with someone like me, who's not an actor, who's also operating the camera at the same time to make sure you're being recorded. And so while I'm seeing everything you're doing, you may not 100% feel like I've I'm with you 100%, even though I, I am. I just have two things that I have to do simultaneously. So, um, you know, just that's, that's the big thing. Just come in with a choice. Don't come in and ask me what I want to see. And right. that'll, that, then you're already on the right track. I think you, you make a really good point that I, I, I really hope our actors tuning in will take to heart with regards to making a confident choice. I think it goes back to a little bit about what you were saying at the beginning of our conversation about engaging with actors who are uniquely themselves. And I think when actors go into an audition and really have that confidence to make a really strong, bold choice, it's being authentic to who they are. I think that a lot of times, and myself included, I'm also guilty of this, where sometimes it's, an actor will go into an audition and be somewhat general or in some ways kind of play it safe in the audition. Yeah. And I, I think that could be a very, uh, I think that's a very common trap that a lot of actors fall into. And I think is in line with what you were saying with some actors coming in and saying like, oh, okay, what did the others do wrong so that I, I don't yeah. do that. And have you, have you ever been in a situation where you've been told by multiple people, either in class or other, or, or whatever, that you should just do nothing, you know, when you're in front of a camera? <laughs> right. That's not, it's not real. We don't want yeah. people to do nothing. It's about simplicity of choices, not, not just to say the words. Because at the end of the day, even a one-line role has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And you have to understand in the context of the story that that, that that role is there to serve the main plot and be part of the fabric of the story. They are not the center of attention. They are not. But that does not mean that we want you to do nothing. Because how is that fun either? You know? So it's like finding this, <laughs> yeah. it's like finding this middle ground of, of being true to your choices, understanding the context of the, of the project, the role, and all of those things. And then making a real choice as to how you want to approach this character in the context of all of the work that you've done. So you can be doing something simply, you know, yeah. I like to say, you know, people ask me sometimes, and this may be a question, maybe not, but they're like, you know, how do you approach these one-liners and short scenes? Cause I do believe that having a strong foundation of, you know, of that on your resume starting out, shows that you can handle yourself on set that you know what you're you know that you're able to maneuver but i also think it's one of the hardest things to audition for because it is so out of context and out of time and what i say to people with these sort of situations is look at the character name the character isn't named anything it's it's a profession usually bartender waitress assistant secretary you know along those lines uh, official uh, government employee and so 
already in the name, you have context of what the character is and what they're looking for in terms of the approach that you can take, in terms of the, um, you know, the, the nod to wardrobe that you may want to do if it's a self-tape or if it's in person, because a lot of times these things get cast off tape now. We don't, you know, we don't ever have live director sessions, especially if it's a project that's moving really quickly. So just give yourself the best leg up to, um, you know, to make those choices and then present the way you want to present for those particular roles. And if there's something really specific about the character that they need to see, like the character has a limp, that'll, that'll be somewhere for you to know. Like that's not something that, that you will just have to make up yourself, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that's some, some great insight as, as to actors really using the opportunity to make their own confident choice, but then also being informed as to what's in the script, yeah. even if it is just a, a couple lines. Right, because I think that those go hand in hand. You can make bold, confident choices by understanding the context, you know? It, it, one doesn't negate the other. It, they both serve each other in giving you the most confidence to move forward. Right, absolutely. So that actually leads me nicely to this next question. Uh, <laughs> very nice, very nicely. Uh, and, and this question is, and I think in some ways you've already answered it, but maybe we could dive into it a little bit more, is <laughs> okay. uh, what makes an actor appealing in an audition? Uh, I'm not, I think that we covered it, making a choice, having yeah. choices, yeah. I mean, well, that's, that is the thing, you know? Well, and I assume too that, that <laughs> I assume too that when an actor comes in and, and makes that, that confident choice, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong too, because you've sat in many more auditions than I have, but I imagine that it really does cause them to stand out from the crowd. Not saying that there aren't a lot of people that make bold and confident choices, but if they make a confident choice that is authentic to them, then their essence will come out and no one else is going to be like them. So I imagine it, it really does have at least somewhat of a, a strong impact. I think it does. Yeah, absolutely. Great. All right. So we'll move on to the next <laughs> one. Then. It's great. I, I, I just need to ask like one question and then all of them are answered. It's yeah, perfect. It's great. Um, I know I talk a lot. I'm sorry. No, no, I love it. Uh, so th this is actually a question that's kind of going back to specifically you as a casting director. Uh, what would you say are the biggest challenges you face as a casting director? I mean, my job isn't easy by any stretch of the imagination, but I like it so much. So there's an ease to it, if that makes sense. And I think any challenge that comes up is one that I enjoy facing. And I think it's all very unique to each individual project. Sometimes it's even unique to a specific role. Like uh, I once had to cast a 50 year old British man who lived in New York, who was also fluent in Japanese, a white British man who was fluent in Japanese and could speak a little Mandarin um, and had a green card. So, or was legally able to work in the United States at the time. And like, so that was challenging in that it's a very specific thing I, that we that, were looking for. You that know? had to be tough. Yeah, but we found it. It's fantastic. I just, you know, it, but like, that's what, I, I just enjoy that. You know what I mean? That's, so honestly, I guess maybe the biggest challenge is, is having to, 
do the management side of it because I don't like it nearly as much as the creative side. <laughs> I do it and I do it very well. I just, you know, it's just not my favorite part of the job, but that's not right. the part that actors need to see or worry about, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think I think with any job, there's definitely those elements that we love and we wish we could do more of. And then those ones are like, oh, uh, we don't, don't really like this, but we kind of have to do it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, I thrive on those sort of like the hard challenges of the creative specs and things like that. So yeah, right. that's just, that's the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, taking a couple steps back again uh, to this next question about auditions again, uh, this person says, uh, preparation is obviously key to any audition. In your eyes, what does being prepared look like? I mean, look at, you know, I think it's hard because you want to talk in universals, but everybody has a very specific brand and this job is so subjective in general. So each casting director you talk to will probably have a different approach. But for me, preparation means understanding um, the context of the project that you're coming in for, uh, having made choices on the role that you are being called in for, being open to playing and knowing the material well enough that you're able to do that. That doesn't mean I need you to have things memorized. There are other people that may need that, but I, I don't. I want you to know where things are on a page so you can very easily refer to it. And I want you to be able to take direction in a way that, uh, and interpret it in a way that is going to be helpful for the performance that you're, that you're giving. Like that's truly what preparation is. But you do all of that before you ever walk into a room for me. You know, there are times where I've had, you know, I was, uh, I was working on a project and it was a period piece, you know, it was the second, it was the second season of that period piece. I was, uh, I was the associate actually of the project at the time. And um, an actor came in in like a graphic printed t-shirt, like rock and roll kind of thing. And, uh, and looked at the sides of season two. So very easily could have done any sort of Googling and said, who's, who's Nuki? you know, as opposed to Nucky Thompson, who was very, it's very easy to find, you know, and like, so if you even had spent three minutes on Google and just typed in Boardwalk Empire, you would have known that it was set in the 1920s. The character is Nucky Thompson and who plays Nucky Thompson and what the show looks like. I mean, we're talking about the second season at this point. So to me, that was a wasted opportunity for that actor, you know, that actor didn't, take any time or any energy to try and put anything into this character and expect it to be told what to do. And that, that's not fun for anybody. You know, there are 40 other actors that want that part more than him. And I'd much rather give it to somebody who's taken the time and the effort to, to, to learn and make choices in that way. Yeah, I think you make a really good point. And it, it kind of popped up a, a question that I had. And let me know if you disagree with this. But based on th that story that you just told, I, I think that a lot of actors should almost approach auditions as job interviews, as if they're, they're going and, the, you know, they're learning about the, the company, so to speak, they're learning about the role, uh, they're, they're learning about who they're going to be working with in, in that process. At least in, in my opinion, the actors who are going up for roles should 
really prepare as if they're going for like a, a full-time job. And in a lot of, I mean, sometimes it is kind of a full-time job depending on what you're <laughs> auditioning for, of course. Sure, sure. But, but I think sometimes it, it could be tempting for, for actors to, because so much of their lifestyle is auditioning, that it could be easy for them to be like, oh, okay, this is just one audition. Let me just get this done over with. I'll go to the next one. And th they don't really put the care and thought into the audition that oftentimes it deserves. So I, I don't know if you would, would agree with that based on your experience, but that story kind of made me think about that in some ways. Yeah, I mean, I think that works for you. That works for you. I find job interviews to be torturous. Um, <laughs> so if you look at it in those terms and you find a job interview torturous, don't look at casting auditions like that. Right, because, right. You know, I mean, it is it is its own, it's, it's its own thing. And it is, it is awkward and it can be uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, that's that's how things get done and so you, you have to find a way to embrace it and enjoy it and do the work you need to do knowing that you may not get the job but sometimes it's not always about that sometimes it's about showing up and showing effort and so that casting director knows you a little bit better and can maybe better see you for something else down the line if it's not that job you know yeah yeah absolutely yeah so this next question, I think, ties into all the other questions quite nicely, actually, especially when we're talking about actors making confident choices, being prepared. Uh, what inspires you to bring back the same actors for multiple auditions? So I guess... Uh, I, I mean, they're yeah. talented. I, I like talented people and I want to work with talented people. I mean, I don't know how else to answer that one. <laughs> no, that that's great. I think I think the the shortest and sweetest answers could. It, I, I think that to go back what you were saying earlier, talking about simplicity, I think this is it's so important because I think actors we we sometimes have a tendency to overcomplicate things to yeah. to to just have a hundred different scenarios in our head, and. To, to think about, oh, what am I doing wrong? What, what's, what's, go, what's going on? And it's, it's a very, in a lot of ways, could be a very uh, personal profession where, you know, we're dealing with humanity, we're, 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 you know, dealing with, you know, different characters, different elements of ourselves. And so I, I love, I love what, you what you said. It really is just a matter of them being talented and you wanting to work with them. And I guess, I guess in that process to follow up with that, it's, uh, I guess, a matter of, as a casting director, you being so drawn to, to some of these actors that you're always looking for that, that opportunity where, okay, maybe, maybe they'll get cast in, in this role or, you know, yeah. if that doesn't work, maybe they'll get cast in this role. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, Julie, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to join me on uh, oh, ActorCast. So yeah, it, you know, I, like I said in the beginning of the conversation, it's, it's always great just hearing your perspective on the wide world of casting and then in the, the broader sense, the wide world of entertainment. And, and just also to what, what actors can, can do to, to keep in mind when they're auditioning for roles, whether it's a web series or whether it's a series regular, whatever it may be. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time. And, and I also really appreciate the, the work that you're doing. Oh, 
thank you. Thank you for inviting me. This was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the uh, last question I want to leave you with is just if you have any parting words of advice for, for our actors tuning in today. <laughs> I mean, can it be specific to the quarantine aspect? Yeah, of it? yeah, sure. Absolutely. I think a lot of actors right now are worried that they're just not doing enough to keep up with their craft and, and, they're find you know they're trying to find ways to be creative which is amazing but i would just want to say relax because at the end of the day we're all in the same boat yes productions are starting back up again but there were 8 to 9 months of people not working and not only in this industry but in all industries and so if you have the ability to embrace some of the things that you haven't had a chance to do because you've been so busy in other aspects do that, whether it's catching up on the news, you know, um, writing postcards for the Georgia election, uh, you know, learning sign language, learning about, you know, architecture, whatever it is that isn't necessarily acting specific or, or craft specific, embrace that and do that if you have the ability and the time right now, because that will only feed your craft later on and enrich you as a human being. Because at this point, everyone, we're all human, we're all in the same boat, and we all just need to do whatever we can to make ourselves comfortable and happy and enjoy this crazy ass year that we're living in, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, Find, finding the enjoyment in, yeah. you know, the, and, and everything going on, I yeah. think is, is really important. And you know, there's a lot of, we're all dealing with a lot of stress, whether that's financial or job related or family related or health related. I mean, there's so much to be concerned and scared about. Like, don't, don't feel like you've fallen behind in terms of your craft because you literally can't right now. This is the time where that is just not possible. So do other things that bring you joy and don't stress about and, and don't let that be the one stress you have. Right. Oh, it's so good to, for, for all of us to keep in mind. Yeah. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your work? Is the best way through IMDB or is it through a, a website, social media? Oh yeah, I'm, not, well, I'm, I'm a hobbit, so probably IMDB. I'm not so fancy. I don't have websites and things like that. I'm not so fancy. <laughs> uh, no, I think that there would be a lot of people jealous of you being a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, truly, uh, truly a hobbit. It's true. Right. Like, well, I'm still on. I'm still on Friendster. Like I don't. You know, uh, I'm nice. not a just nice. not a social media maven for sure. Well, great. Well, I'll make sure to include the link to your IMDb then. I listeners out there highly recommend checking out all of the great works that Julia has been up to. So, Julie, thank you so much again for joining us on Actorcast. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us for this Q&A with Julie Schubert. I really hope you learned a lot from this episode, and especially when things open up after the pandemic, I hope you are able to go into your auditions. And even today, even on your laptop, on your phone, that you're able to bring this mentality with you when you enter the audition room. So Julie, thank you so much again for joining us on the ActorCast. If you liked this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts. Let me know your thoughts. You can also do so at actorcast.fm. Let me know what you think. Also, if you want to submit questions 
to future guests of ActorCast, just feel free to submit them at your friends at ActorCast.fm. I really look forward to catching you all in the next episode. Stay tuned.